Hi, folks. This is the uh, 21st Century Jacobite, Graham Sutherland, broadcasting from Scotland, the old country. Looking forward to... Looking forward to doing a lot of shows and a lot of exposés over the next uh, short while. And uh, particularly... Uh, from the New World Order arena and the agenda, Agenda 2030, especially that kind of stuff. That's what we're going to be uh, getting into. And also uh, Battlefield, Ukrainian Battlefield uh, truths, uh, because we've been fed an awful lot of nonsense. Actually, it's beyond nonsense. It's it's just an absolute plethora of uh, fantasy we're being fed by the uh, by the mainstream uh, narratives are terrified if the truth gets out that the public pressure uh, against the war will become so uh, powerful that they'll you know they'll buckle under the they'll just buckle under the sheer uh, you know pressure. So that's that's what they're worried about. So they've they've got this uh, parallel alternative reality running along, and. Um, it's like the old adage, you know, if you tell a lie, you've got to tell a bigger lie to cover it up. That's exactly what's happened in the media. That's precisely what's happened with the media. And now they've, they've, they've created this uh, edifice, this, you know, absolute structure of nonsense that they've, uh, they've started to trip themselves up because they've started, for, they've started to forget how uh, complex and convoluted and... Uh, you know, uh, exuberant. Uh, the, you know the, the lies are. I uh, I can see. You know, it's got to the point now where uh, reality has went. You know, down one fork in the road, and mainstream media has went down another fork in the road. And these two roads, uh, you know, uh, like a Y junction, getting further and further and further a point to the to the point now where we're just. Uh, when I tell people some some uh, of what I'm hearing, uh, because I've got eyes and ears on the battlefield, I've, I am in a whole number of uh, uh, military groups from both the Ukrainian side and the uh, Russian side, and uh, I've got a unique because of that. I've got a unique perspective, and I'm hearing stuff. Um, a lot of the times that uh, there's no other journalist reporting because it's a a 1,200-kilometer uh, battlefront. It's a big it's a big front line. So there's you know even even if there's a journalist there on the ground you know doing daily reports like uh, Patrick Lancaster for instance, fantastic, fantastic coverage, absolutely fantastic and unique. Um, uh, as regards, you know, putting himself in danger and everything else, but nevertheless, he's only in one place at one time. You know, he can't uh, he can't tell you what's happening. You know, fifty miles uh, to the south or fifty miles to the north. So it's um, it's quite exciting and it's quite uh, it's quite unique to to be able to. Um, you know, to speak to the guys in the in the mud, uh, basically. And I've went out of my way, 
I went out of my way to uh, also, um, you know, not to ruffle any feathers in some of these groups because if you get too emotional, you know, in your in your support for uh, uh, the truth, uh, you make a lot of enemies uh, because you you know you're busting a lot of people's bubbles, uh, basically, and uh, they think you're a liar and a cheat uh, because what you're saying is. You know, at at odds uh, to the mainstream narrative, um, which is just absolute fantasy. It's uh, I didn't realise how bad I didn't realise how bad things had gotten. You know, and I'm talking about uh, ABC and CNN. Um, I'm talking about the BBC, um, the the other big ones as well in America. I forget their names, but they're all pretty much peddling the same. Uh, narrative. It's the same story. It's the same. It's the same nonsense. One thing it's never reported. Um, uh, this is a. This is a big uh, example, a big screaming uh, discrepancy. The the Russians have said, you know, time and time again on the battle on the battlefield, um, that they are actually. Not hearing. I mean, they're quite close. They're a hundred meters apart in some cases, so they're actually hearing the Ukrainians shouting at each other, and they're they're also picking up on the uh, walkie-talkie chatter. Now, what they're saying is more and more they're not hearing Ukrainian. They're not hearing the Ukrainian language. They're hearing uh, Polish and English. And sometimes uh, French, uh, which could be uh, French French, or it could be French Canadians. Uh, but that's a big, that's a really big deal. That's an extremely big deal. That's not. Um, that's not. That's not. It's a very difficult thing to hide, and they've managed to hide it. But I mean, it, it speaks volumes. What it means is that uh, some of the reports. Uh, coming from, like, uh, Colonel Douglas McGregor, uh, who claims that uh, the Ukrainian army has actually been uh, annihilated twice over. Twice over. And what we've got now is, uh, is just a, the, the, the broken remnants, the broken remnants of the Ukrainian army and also a cobbled-together residue of, uh, you know, Poles and... Uh, British people, Americans, Canadians, some French, um, you know, just basically picking up the uh, picking up the fight. But more, more and more, Ukrainians have just thought, well, you know, they can see through, they can see through, you know, the the the, the crap, uh, for want of a better word. They can see that they're just being set up to fail, and that they're going to be probably killed uh, for what. We've got absolutely uh, no chance of winning. They don't have any uh, air support. Basically, they've got they've got a few old MiG uh, planes and stuff, and they did have to begin with. Uh, the Russians have taken down over four hundred aircraft. So I know I know they're training them right now. Uh, you know to fly the. F-16s and everything, but that's going to take a long time. It's going to take a long time to uh, to complete that training. 
you know, and when you think about it, you think about a lot of these things. I mean, you know yourself, you jump into your car and, um, I mean, even if you've got a stick shift, you're not thinking about everything you're doing. You just jump in and, um, you know, you go through a, a muscle memory process, basically a turning the key and, uh, you know, checking the mirror and all this kind of stuff. You imagine having to relearn, you know, talking about muscle memory, you imagine having to relearn uh, flying an F-16 after being, um, you know, taught and trained and all your life you've been flying a, an old Soviet MiG. Just imagine that. It'd be very difficult uh, to to retrain to fly an F-16. So, I mean, what could possibly go wrong, basically? So anyway, um, that, that, that's that's what we've got here. We've got a um, we've got a a bubble uh, that's just about to burst, and the support for the uh, the war in the states is it's just it's waning considerably. There's an awful lot of people just like um, you know that were on the fence. There's a lot of them came down heavily on the. You know, let's cancel the whole thing. Let's let's stop supporting this because it's. I mean, it's obviously it, it, it's a war. It can never be won. Um, and I think, uh, uh, personally speaking, I I think I think NATO are already fighting uh, Russia and Ukraine. That, that's what I think. And I don't mean I don't mean bits and pieces. You know, and people that would be um, considered. Uh, you know, like, you know, NATO soldiers and they went rogue or anything like that. I mean, actually NATO. I know it's unofficial and I know it's controversial, but I think I think they're there. I really do. There's just too many reports of uh, English voices, English commands. And it's uh, it's obvious what's going on. We've got uh, we've got NATO. We've actually got NATO fighting properly. Uh, using obviously using NATO weaponry as well, of course. Let's not forget that. Um, but it's such a it's such an airbrushed, uh, you know, a, a piece of uh, nonsense that you were getting on the mainstream uh, media. It makes me it makes me angry. It makes me cringe. Uh, some of the stuff that they're uh, they're coming out with, they they're they're calling the. Ukrainian advances on the battlefield, they're calling them, uh, you know, like victories, you know, they've taken over this village and that village and that. It's absolute nonsense. They've never actually gotten out of the grey zone. They've advanced across the battlefield and been blown up the minefields a few times, but they've never breached the actual front lines of the Russian uh, army. I'll be back after this break, folks.
Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Attention, freedom-loving patriots. Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Serafine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. I had a 
your mess in straightening You could die down here Be just another accident statistic And there's a slow folks that's me back again i was really enjoying that uh, piece of music the slow train coming i uh i remember martin opler who's the guitarist in that uh, on that album was basically dire straits and bob dylan i remember martin opler saying that uh he'd never worked like that before they never went into a a studio and just did a whole a whole album without any retakes, without any, you know, looping or any overdubs or anything like that. They just went in and did each track on that uh, extremely fine album. And uh, then that was it. It was done and dusted in a single take. And uh, it, the, uh, he said, you know, Martin Opler said, I was just blown away. I'd never seen that, never even contemplated uh, that somebody would... Um, you know, we just work like that. So there's quite a few mistakes and, you know, little flaws and stuff in the album, but it's, uh, yeah, they just left they just left it in. It's just, but it's real, you know, that's the thing. It's, uh, yeah, very real. It's one of my, uh, I have to say, it's one of my favourite albums, Slow Train Coming by Bob Dylan, 1976. No, sorry, 1982. That's when it was. 1982, yeah, I was getting it mixed up with another album there. Um, 
because uh, Dire Straits wasn't formed, or they, they, they weren't even a thing until 1978. So yeah, it was about 1982 when that uh, when that album was when that album was made, and uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, very powerful, I have to say, very powerful indeed. Anyway, getting back to uh, getting back to current affairs. Um, uh, something major has happened uh, that you know um, it seems to it seems to have uh, fallen out of the mainstream narrative uh, already, uh, and that's uh, uh, that's absolutely horrendous uh, earthquake in uh, Syria, and we'll be speaking more about that after this next break. Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Subscribe to the Freedom Times Monthly Newspaper, published since 1985. That's right, 1985. The Freedom Times pulls no punches and observes no sacred cows or taboos. The perilous times we live in are too critical for anything but honest discussion of America's plight. The Freedom Times is the antidote to the lies and distortions of the fake news media. There is no better way to inform and enlighten Americans than by reading The Freedom Times each month. New subscribers may sign up at the special rate of just $29 for one year or $55 for two years. Subscribe online by going to AmericanFreedomNews.us or mail your subscription to The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. That's The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. Support America's best patriotic newspaper and one of the very few left by becoming a subscriber to The Freedom Times today. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in 
trying so many different coffees that were so good. And uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee. So I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. folks uh, Graham Sutherland back again it just occurred to me actually that I better explain what my uh, title is about I mean what is a Jacobite I was surprised that uh, I mean I well I mean I grew up in Scotland so like everybody knows what Jacobites are here um, it's uh, well it's part of our education it's part of our history uh, but basically what it was was the the, the Jacobites or the Jacobeans were, uh, how would you put it? They were they were at war with the English aristocracy, uh, currently on the currently on the throne back in the day, and uh, it, it it went on. There was uh, there was three risings. There was three separate risings called Jacobite risings, and uh, they actually built the. the uh, it was at three different times in history, and they actually the, the English actually built three garrison towns in Scotland, so it couldn't happen again. Huge forts in Scotland, so that Scotland couldn't rise against the English aristocracy. And these places are Fort George, which is in the northeast coast near Elgin, uh, Fort Augustus, which is just uh, six miles away from me uh, on Loch Ness. And uh, the third one was Fort William, uh, which is down in the, down on the west coast. So these these three forts, uh, massive uh, massive uh, uh, barracks and you know accommodation and everything else for the soldiers there. Uh, but they were really they, they spent an absolute fortune, uh, particularly Fort George. It was uh, it was uh, on the uh, on the coast, and it was all like hardened, you know, reinforced. Uh, bunkers and all sorts, so they could uh, basically project power right over the Moray Firth. Anyhow, basically, uh, it, it was a complete waste of money because, despite spending all that, they, uh, despite spending all that money, it never happened. There wasn't another. There wasn't an up, another uprising. The uh, 
Scotland and England became united uh, in the United Kingdom uh, eventually. And uh, that's how the, the Union Jack flag was formed. If you look at it carefully, there's actually a, um, there's a Scottish saltire, uh, which is a white St. Andrew's cross uh, on, a, on a blue background. There's one of them on top of the, the St. George cross, which is a white cross on a red background. And you've got the Welsh, you've got the Welsh uh, flag there as well. So um, the Union Jack is a kind of amalgamisation of uh, Scotland, England and, and uh, Wales. So, but yeah, so that's what the Jacobite rising was. And uh, uh, things were desperate here. As very few people seem to know about the, the uh, Highland clearances, but they basically decided to get rid of the people uh, off the, the, the land, the wealthy English landlords decided to turf people off of their, their crofts and out of their houses and whatnot because it was more profitable to have sheep. And uh, that, was a, uh, that was a time when they shipped thousands and thousands of people across the Americas. There are songs about it and everything in our, in our uh, you know, traditional uh, you know, folk songs. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Canada... Uh, and uh, and America uh, received loads and loads of boatloads of uh, Scottish people that were cleared off their land. They didn't go there voluntarily. I mean, a lot of them did, of course. I mean, Baby, 
Folks, sorry about that. I just had a, a small, I uh, just had a small power cut. Everything went off uh, for about thirty seconds there. Uh, that's uh, that's unusual. That doesn't normally happen. Um, I noticed the the uh, distant streetlights and everything were off. So yeah, um, just one of these things. Yeah. So I was explaining uh, before the before the break there. I was explaining about the uh, the Highland clearances. So that's what gave rise to such a. Um, uh, such a strong uh, uprising of, uh, of, of 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 Jacobites. So they were basically um, they were uh, they were a mixture, and uh, there was a lot of people fought for the Jacobite cause that weren't Scottish. We had Dutch and we had French people and everything here fighting for the Jacobites to try and dislodge the um, the. Uh, I'm trying to remember who it was. Hanoverians, I think. The Hanoverians were on the were on the seat of the uh, crown at that time uh, in London. But uh, yeah, so they, uh, they they signed various treaties and everything 300 years ago, and we've been a we've been a, a United Kingdom, supposedly politically at least, uh, ever since. So that's yeah, that's basically what happened. The um, the last Jacobite rising was um, 150 years ago. That was a, that was the last one in the times of Bonnie Prince Charlie and uh, you know and whatnot. But that was uh, that was uh, that was the very last time. And as I say, all these forts at the belt, these fortifications, and these huge garrisons at the belt were were well, they were never needed. They were never they were never used. So there's loads of people that were uh, forced um, to go to America and forced uh, to go to Canada, in particular Cape Breton and uh, Nova Scotia and these places. Well, I mean, Nova Scotia means New Scotland, of course, doesn't it? So that's why there's such a strong Scottish contingency over there. And, you know, well, some places in America as well, they have Highland Games and they're still talking Scottish Gaelic and, and this kind of things. Well, that's even more the case, uh, you know, up, up north in Canada. Um, they're still, uh, they've still got the, they've kept their, they've kept their Gaelic culture and they, they teach Scottish Gaelic in the schools, uh, which is, uh, it's quite incredible, really, when you, you know, when you think about it. Uh, but they've still kept their, they've still kept their uh, traditions and their, you know, their food and everything's. Uh, old, old, old school. Um, the uh, they call themselves the Gales, the Celtic people, the Gales. So yeah, very much, uh, very much still in evidence there in the uh, in the Americas. And that's uh, uh, it's a bittersweet thing. It's a bitter, it's a bittersweet thing because they had a a much better life 
over there. You know, they they got much more land, and the the the, the, the land ownership wasn't so uh, brutal, uh, basically. And they could, you know, they could have a much better life. And well, I mean, look at the size of Canada compared to Scotland, for instance. It's uh, it's probably about a hundred times the size. That's a huge country. I know a lot of it's uh, above the Arctic Circle. I'm aware of that, but nevertheless, it's still a huge, huge country. It really is. But uh, yeah, so the the other thing with the Jacobites is there was basically uh, the last Jacobean uprising. They were basically they were mostly Catholics, and it was Protestants that were in the throne in Westminster at that time. And that's round about the time of uh, Oliver Cromwell and all that sort of stuff. Uh, round about that, round about that era. So basically, the Jacobites were uh, rebels, uh, contenders to the throne. Uh, however you want to, however you want to put it, they were uh, involved in a lot of uh, extremely bloody battles uh, with the with the English, and, and we beat them a few times as well. They were defeated. They were defeated on land uh, a few times. So yeah, that's uh, that. Uh, that's what an awful lot of people under, uh, don't understand. And also the uh, the famous Battle of Culloden, um, which was uh, the last serious battle fought on British soil, uh, was basically the the brutal English aristocracy um, imposing their will and. Uh, their taxes and everything else, and their, and their brutal laws uh, on the Scots. And it was a big battle, uh, a famous battle in Culloden near Inverness in 1800. And, uh, it was uh, it was quite late on. It was 1800 and something. Uh, I can't remember now. But anyway, they uh, they weren't just Scots versus English. That's the that's the misnomer. Uh, there was a whole load of there was there was Flemish people there. Uh, there was Dutch. There was French. There was Germans. There was Scots. Even there was Scots fighting against Scots, which is tragic. Um, but there was also uh, English on the Scottish side as well. It was was not a simple, straightforward Scottish versus English battle. You know, and the the the, the history books that try and make that uh, point um, are well. They've strayed quite a quite a distance from reality because it was it was far more complicated than that. There was all sorts involved, uh, particularly French and Dutch, uh, on both sides. That's just that's a, that that's a strange thing, because they were paying, uh, they had the money, so they were paying for mercenaries, basically, you know, higher guns, uh, to fight against the uh, to fight against the Scots. So that's why there's a, an understandable. A kind of suspicion uh, between the Scots and the English, and there is a kind of um, just an acknowledgement that uh, there was a lot of blood spilt, uh, you know, in, in the past. There's a very much, uh, very much in our uh, the oppression is very much in our in our DNA, and uh, yeah, um, it was. Uh, it was also noted by uh, quite a lot of historians. There was a there was a lot of Scots fought against uh, fought in the uh, the Confederate Wars in America. 
you know, fighting for the South, uh, Scots and Irish. There was a lot of them, a uh, lot of them involved there, um, and those battles. Quite, it's quite interesting. The whole history is bloody, to say the least. It really is. It's uh, everything's based on, uh, you know, war, like warfare, basically, and subjugation and everything. Um, you think would have learned by now that you know it's uh, it's kind of pointless, really. Everything just goes in its uh, everything just goes in in cycles, really. But uh, yeah, so there's still um, there's still a lot of uh, feeling. You still get the you, particularly with particularly with older people. You still get that feeling that there's a um, there's an unspoken resentment. Basically, it's you know it's just a kind of uh, resentment against the fact that up the, you know when they come and move buy a house up here or whatever you know they call them white settlers <laughs> that's what they call them so yeah they got all this uh, got all this going on but uh, you got to let bygones be bygones I guess uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna survive as a as a person or as a race you've got to just keep you know you've just got to forgive and forget. Uh, because bitterness is a killer. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, but we just all like to see justice. And uh, one of the reasons, one of the reasons I uh, basically raised a standard against uh, a battle standard against the uh, New World Order people uh, was because I could see how uh, unjust they were. You know how incredibly unjust they were and how evil they were. So, you know, if you're not at war with them, if you're not fighting them, you're not really paying attention. That's how I see it. Um, yeah. Anyway, if there's anybody, uh, I, I think we've got phone lines. If there's anybody who's wanting to phone in, um, yeah, you're welcome. I think the uh, I think the phone line systems are open right now. Um, you know, if anybody was wanting to uh, raise a point or ask a question or whatever. Um, that would be that would be great. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, sorry about that. I was somebody. Uh, I was I was somebody trying to uh, mess, message me there. So yeah. So in uh, in, the, in the coming weeks, you'll have the opportunity to um, to take calls and everything. Um, that's a. I'm losing my connection here. All right. All right. Okay. Sorry. About that. Yeah, I know there was a. Um, there was a. Uh, it sounded like a muffled conversation and a a, a bit of a delay there, but uh, sometimes that happens with Skype. I've no. I've, I've noticed that, but. Uh, uh, getting back to the point, yeah, we'll be digging into some. Um, we'll be digging into some uh, a, a quite uh, a quite bizarre stuff. I've uh, I've been I've been turning over stones and seeing what's underneath uh, for quite a long time now. I'm not new to this. Um, I've been uh, I've been researching these matters for for a lot of years, and I've discovered a lot of stuff. And a lot of it's not very. Uh, palatable. A lot of it's not very sweet, 
Um, but it's better to deal with uh, reality than it is to, you know, shrink away from it because you might offend people or, you know, make, you know, uh, sound distasteful or whatever. We've got to deal with the, we've got to deal with the harsh realities of the of the evil of this uh, cabal, and uh, it's just becoming more and more uh, obvious that uh, it's basically the they're involved in a white slave trade, the, uh, industrial scale, industrial scale. Uh, organ harvesting and and that sort of thing and, and selling people into slavery, selling children, in particular into slavery. And there's children, there's children going missing in America and indeed Europe uh, on an on an industrial scale, and it it's it's so outrageous. Um, you you know you can't quite get your head around it. The numbers involved are absolutely staggering, absolutely staggering, and. Often when you tell people, you can see their eyes glazing over. They can't actually take it. They can't take it on. They just, you know, they can't comprehend how, you know, so many uh, hundreds of thousands of children could go missing and it's not on the news. That's a difficult thing uh, for them to, you know, for them to accept. Uh, but it's difficult for anybody to accept. I mean, it's difficult. Even when you know what's going on, it's difficult to accept because... It's just, it's just shocking and disgusting in, in, in equal measures. And one of our coping mechanisms is to pretend it couldn't be real, isn't it? Denial. <laughs> That's one of the things we do to, uh, you know, to uh, protect ourselves from uh, ugly truths, basically. But uh, yeah, um, it needs to be, it needs to be exposed. It needs to be. Um, you know, revealed to the masses, and uh, the, that's what we're about, really. That's what we're about. You can't, you can't tackle something or take it on. Uh, you can't actually do battle with something unless you expose it. Um, you know, for what it is, and that's that's basically what uh, that's basically what we're uh, what we're about. And also trying to find what the uh, what the future plans are, where the agenda's going um, uh, before they spring it on us. Um, because it's going to get rough. If you think things were bad with the pandemic um, and all the nonsense and hysteria that went along with the pandemic, I can assure you it's going to get a lot worse. And uh, I'm hearing, I'm hearing from you know various sources that it's all the, the whole uh, pandemic thing has started again. That's what I'm hearing. It's not good, but I was, I was. Uh, I was looking at some uh, uh, footage of uh, uh, kids in schools, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was in England or if it was in America, but they were basically uh, they were all sitting there in class. This is now. This is not in the past. With their masks on, so they're obviously trying to whip up this hysteria again. How it will go down is another matter, because an awful lot of people. You know, the pandemic did wake an awful lot of people up. You know, a lot, an awful lot of people were saying, look, you know, what's going on? And why is it, you know, the, the people that seem to be um, treble vaccinated that are passing on this uh, virus, why, why is that? You know, well, why are they, the, why are they the, the, the live actual carriers of this um, 
uh, this disease. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people realised, a lot of this, a lot of the sleeping masses, a lot of them realised how evil it was all. All right, yeah, I'll close it out. Sorry, I, I thought that was another commercial break there. End of the show. Okay, no, great. I'll close it out. So, uh, yeah, so folks, we'll uh, we'll be we'll be looking at these things and uh, we'll be exposing an awful lot more as uh, as time goes on, as the shows go on. Uh, but I, I, that was just a quick kind of uh, introduction sort of show, uh, quick debut. But we'll. Uh, We'll be getting into the uh, the meat and potatoes next weekend. I'll be back next weekend, actually. I'll be back next Sunday uh, at the same time with the 21st Century Jacobite. So take care and God bless. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-955-5555.